0: So, did I say that I was going to upload weekly? Yes. Did I? I didn't upload last week because it was both the most strenuous and unnecessarily irritating while also being the most exciting and fulfilling week ever. And I think it's also because we're going into finals now that my brain is like, fuck, let me out. I don't want to do this anymore, but I do want to do this. I'm just very irritated because I have three assignments due within the same two day span. And I've been feeling very... mm disinterested in the subjects, but I think it's just because I'm not sure how I'm going to pizzazz that shit. And I really want it to be like a big bang. I feel like when it's the end of the semester and you are already doing pretty well in the classes, it's really just satisfying to kind of end things off with big like, and I did that too. And since it is the big final paper, I would assume that that's kind of also the reasoning for why we are doing all that shit, right? But overall, not the most eventful week. (laughs) And, uh, what else? Yeah, I am into new things. I got a pair of wireless headphones, which makes switching from my computer when i'm like doing homework to just okay now i'm gonna start working out while listening to this lecture like (laughs) and i don't have to carry a wire around and plug it in plug it out and you're probably like Sarah. we have airpods we have had bluetooth headphones you fucking loser and i would agree i had those parents That were convinced that Bluetooth, anything near your head that was Bluetooth, could like fry your brain, or something, or like MK Ultra. (gasps) You, I shouldn't say that. And it's like, uh you know what? I my grandmother got me them, so I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I can't. I can't. So. What have you been up to, guys? I was gonna bring another prompt, but I feel like I just want to get straight into it and talk about some stuff, but like, you know what, let's just find a prompt and let's talk about it. Fuck. Ew, like, daily prompt. Daily prompt? Is this a writing app? I don't want that. I want a daily creative journaling prompt. To get in the right mood of self-reflection, uh, describe something you learned today that you didn't know before. What frightened you today? How were your meals today? Do you feel nourished? I haven't eaten shit. Have you guys eaten? Okay, that's the that's the prompt we're going with. Cause you know what? I have. I feel like. I want to just get right into it. So today is day, fuck, it's April 3rd and I have about a week now to submit these papers. Now one of the papers is on the classic dystopian novel um, Fahrenheit 451 and I really, really, really have become obsessed with the story to the point where I'm trying at least to record an audiobook version of the story. So, what I'll be doing is I'll record like small snippets, or I'll record a small snippet and then a gigantic portion of the book. And because I want to kind of lean out of academic Instagram and TikTok and move more into book TikTok, because I do like tracking like my academic progress, but As much as I feel like I am such an academic person, like I really want to lean more into like the whole books, like just get to read and get to do all sorts of just different things with the literature. So I want to do both, but I feel like a lot of my audience is very much focused on just more so like the academic side, which makes sense because that was the whole point of making the fucking account. But anyways... I am trying to just not, like as much as I am incredibly grateful for my audience, I don't want to just do things because I know it's what the people that already follow me really like. I want to do things because I also like it. And do I like talking about getting the highest grade possible every single day, even though I do do my best? Not really. At this point, it's gotten a little boring. Okay, I said it. I it's what's the what's that expression? It's a snooze now. Oh well. Um. But it's what got me to get to where I am now. So. <laughs> Heyo. So, anyways, I am gonna be recording audiobooks that are about the books that I talk about on my YouTube channel and I figured that would be nice because it will get me to actually practice my speaking skills and my acting skills which like have been kind of like tucked away for like a while now and just have fun with it and also then talk about the books that I'm talking about but this whole week has been incredibly hectic and honestly spiritually draining that I just haven't gotten down to it Um, which sucks because when you want to create content, when you want to get yourself out there on the internet and share things with people, maybe even form a book club, which is what I'm hoping to do, guys, please. (laughs) Um, but when you do something like that, it sucks that you're also then someone, or at least for me, it sucks to then also be that person that's like, I want to disappear now, and everyone's perceiving me and my energy, and I'm scared. And it started because of certain things that transpired in my personal life, and I just felt, like, so not only surprised and incredibly disrespected, but really drained, and I didn't realize how drained I had felt Because I don't normally, like, really recognize that I feel drained until it's too late. And I feel like I realized in that moment, like, not only am I incredibly drained and drained by so many different situations, but then this mass disrespectful thing occurred. And I was like, oh. Oh, I'm done. No one speak to me. Get out of my face. Like, go away. Disappear. Like, actually all of your particles disappear and then go into a whole different universe because I really could not give less of a fuck. I am irritated and done. And I don't like to be that disassociated from things that should matter to me. But I feel like I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, "Mm, do I give a fuck? And I think it also comes with maturing. I feel like as I've gotten older, I've started to think to myself, no, you didn't deserve that. They're actually just being an asshole. Or you didn't actually... That wasn't actually warranted. Um, I think you should just move on. And I think that's absolutely true. And I think that I need to stop doubting myself when I feel like something is wrong. And I need to accept the fact that I am... Doing things to preserve myself and my sanity and my energy, but as someone that is very much impacted by their emotions, it has kind of clouded my ability to complete tasks to do all the things that I wanted to do last week. I wanted to update you guys on learning Mandarin, which by the way is not going great but that's also because I have finals, but it's also because I didn't make the time for it that I should have because I was feeling this way, so, you know, that sucks, but I wanted to share that with you guys because, of course, that ties into, like, me learning new things and sharing you guys, sharing with with you guys and, yeah, so I'm very disappointed about that, and I just feel like I got incredible news at the end of the week That I wish I had gotten at the beginning of the week, because I felt very clouded for a while. But I feel like that's like you know what goes down must come up instead of what goes up must come down. Like the there's bro. (laughs) I'm trying to come out here with like every fucking analogy possible. Holy shit. Anyways point is, I'm excited. I feel like, I feel like it really shocked my nervous system. I feel like I still feel this pain in my stomach, this anxiousness, this fight or flight sensation in my stomach, and I am unhappy with that, but I'm excited for the future. And I am just going to have to live with the fact that I am making my decision and that's that. And I feel like, really, the more that I think about how I have handled myself throughout the last few years, during which... I had the privilege to live under a roof, but not the right to exist outside of that roof. The privilege to have somewhere to live for gosh sake, but not the right to exist as myself. And the more that I think about it, I am not been allowing myself to exist as myself for a long time. And I only started really doing so within the last year and Within a very short amount of time, I have discovered new layers of deception and ludicrous shit. Like, my vocabulary is terrible this morning. I'll just say it. But just every word that you could possibly think of, guys, that is like negative and irritating and manipulative and deceptive anything, any fucking synonyms, adjectives, whatever the fuck, I don't care. Add them to the list. Actually, comment them down below. Add them to the list. Because I have felt all of them, really, over the last year, I feel like I keep discovering new facilities within people that are negative i feel like i keep discovering different bullshit i feel like i keep learning that people are never who you think they are i feel like honestly and maybe it's because of this like okay so maybe it has something to do with my astrology placements maybe but for some freaking reason i feel like because I've spent the majority of my life feeling very insecure, feeling like it was okay for people to disrespect me, it was okay for people to not respect me, it was okay for people to speak down to me, make me feel stupid for making mistakes, make me feel um, inferior and unwanted and ugly and all these sorts of negative words just because they felt it, just because I was different or I was weird and instead of conforming, I kind of recoiled into that weirdness and then it would persist, the cycle would go on. And I don't want that anymore in the sense that I will be who I am and I will not expect to be disrespected any further. And I just feel like that is a right. I don't owe anyone any of my time, any of my grace, any of my forgiveness. I don't owe anyone any of that. And when I look back and I have this mentality in the present and I see, like, no, I didn't owe anyone anything. Now I'm looking at present situations and I'm thinking to myself, I was way too damn nice. Because really, if you want to be friends with someone, if you want to be in a relationship with someone and you can't speak to them in a manner that's respectful, can't proceed with things in a manner that is respectful, whose fault is that but your own? Because clearly there is something about me that has made other people in my life and people within the present that exist in a manner where they think that they can just disrespect me, disrespect me, something about me allowed for that to happen because trust and believe there are people in their lives that they respect. I was just not one of them. I was just not one of them. And why the fuck would I owe the people who have shown me time and time again that they don't respect me, Forgiveness, grace, authenticity, more of my fucking time. And I'm not used to this feeling. I'm not used to being the one where I am actually doing myself. I'm doing myself well by. I feel like I'm so used to. I don't know, I just feel like I'm very used to um, being the one that lets it keep happening until they cut me off because they're bored or they don't like me. And... that is not my problem. I don't have to wear something out like I do a shirt. For me to know that I don't want to wear the shirt anymore. I don't have to do this. And I feel like recently, it's not what people have been saying that hurts. It's more so the audacity to say it. And what that means and what that should mean in terms of me providing for myself and protecting myself. And I don't care. I don't care. I don't care to convince myself that I deserve anything less. And I don't care to convince myself that things can be fine when, for example, you tell someone something's not okay, and they do it again within a very, min- literally, minutes later. That's not what I deserve. That's not what anyone deserves. Anyone listening, why should I let myself accept things that I, if I heard anything like this, what had ex- what I had experienced, if I heard anything like that. If anyone came to me and said, Sierra, how do I deal with this? My friend did da-da-da-da. I'd be like, cut them off. They sound like they have absolutely no respect for you. And if they do have respect for you, they don't. (laughs) But seriously, uh, there's absolutely no way that I see it. And this is just, this is my Social perspective, this is my position, but there is no way that someone can act like that. And I know you guys are like, act like what? I'm not saying anything, but act like that and also respect you. And I feel like that can be applied to so many of you guys' experiences. Like, think about it. There has to have been a time, I mean, hopefully not, but there has to have been a time in your life where you were just minding your fucking business and someone goes, ballistic on you or you make a little mistake or you don't understand something and someone goes ballistic on you and then the things that they say it's almost as if it had nothing to do with the situation and everything to just do with them for some reason or maybe they just don't like you or they just feel like they can disrespect you and they wanted to make things difficult and then isolate and ostracize you because that has been a theme throughout my entire life and to see it happen again but not successfully and then watch them backpedal watch them act as if they give a fuck about your mental health as if they give a fuck about how you'll respond to things and your boundaries when you would set one and they walked all fucking over it within a second i don't think so So how do I work through this concept that I should offer them the patience that they never offered me? And all of the insanity, all of the odd experience that it was, I don't really... In the present I don't see a future from that and I don't think I would expect anyone else to so why do I expect myself to stoop so low as to accept that kind of behavior from someone and then continue I don't get it why is it that I would still like to forgive that I would still like to say it's okay I'm fine. I'll get over it. Because I am over it. I'm just not over the person that, uh, that could do that. It kind of makes me feel like... It reminds me of one of the chapters in the book that I was talking about where the man, he's married to this woman and they were married for about 10 years at least and she finds out that he has books spoiler alert spoiler alert for the entire book by the way Fahrenheit 451 spoiler alert so he finds out that she has books that he has books in the floorboards or the ventilator etc and not even a few days later although her friend snitched she snitched on him too and then she wants to act like a victim because of social pressure, because her friends thought he was peculiar and crazy because the whole society has this idea of things. But nonetheless, they can have three free thought if they wanted to, but they don't. And then they basically influenced his wife. And then his wife calls the police on him too for having books. And yes, the books are banned. Yes, he shouldn't have done that. But what kind of wife are you over some damn paper because she didn't see the value in what he was doing in reading the value in trying to preserve something that everyone seems to hate the 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 way that he was trying to handle the situation and learn from it and understand what it was the patience that he gave himself to read things over whereas she would just snap and say oh yada 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 that book doesn't mean anything those are just words they make people cry so such a surface level approach and an accusatory person really throughout the whole book Um, until she calls the police and ruins their life and there he is almost like Mildred poor Mildred and I I remember reading those lines I was like poor Mildred fuck Mildred she just is she's the reason why the whole house got burnt the hell up why she had to abandon you and go god knows where didn't say goodbye was just upset about her tv because oh my gosh so i'm sitting there and i'm reading this book and i'm like why did you give a shit about mildred still i mean she was your wife for 10 years and you were clearly the one that gave a shit about her but why and then I kinda came to this conclusion that he's saying poor Mildred so many times near the end of the book because she is poor. While they were low income, so I don't mean it in the economic sense, but they they didn't have that much and she always wanted to overcompensate. She needed to be immersed in things constantly. She needed to feel like she was a part of things that she wasn't. She needed to feel accepted. She needed to feel belonged. She needed to be a part of the quote-unquote parlor family and be surrounded by these TVs, constantly be immersed in the seashells and, and... not be present with her husband not have patience not have time have these high expectations for him when she knows damn well that another tv is going to be a third of his annual salary that's the kind of person Mildred was and she is poor she didn't see the value in literature she didn't see the value in herself she tried to off herself near the beginning of the story poor Mildred, poor Mildred. I kept reading it. I was like, why do you feel bad for her? It's because she couldn't see what he saw. Didn't have the patience, the wherewithal, or the authenticity to just be in the present and evaluate the situation as it was. Because of whatever factors were involved that held her back and her lack of individuality he just goes on and on poor Mildred and I just I didn't understand at first but I think I do now this idea conversely that maybe we shouldn't be as mad at people as we should feel sorry for them I can look at it differently I can say to myself well damn like you must feel really shitty about yourself to talk to your best friend like that because no way did that warrant the level and the experience that it was awkward You have to feel something so negative, really, I would think. I'm trying to make sense of it all. But you would have to, like, be in a state of, like, a lot of anger, a lot of self hatred, or at least a lot of insanity, whatever the hell, to act like that. Maybe I should feel bad. But it's not like that character goes and looks for mildred he accepts that while they were married while they thought they knew each other they didn't and that they had incredibly different values incredibly different paths that they should have followed and regardless of who saw what is valuable clearly one couldn't respect that they were different and just completely abandoned ship and treated him like shit, honestly. And when you take the time to evaluate what someone's saying in a book and you don't really understand it yet, and then you find yourself understanding it somewhat later because of circumstances that arise, there's something really beautiful about that and also very eerie that I appreciate so just as he finds that she is someone to feel sorry for in a sense which I don't feel sorry for this person my personal life whatsoever but just as he can take the time even though he would have had every right to be angry he was disrespected honestly taken advantage of and then outed and then his house got burned down because she didn't like how it made her look which is ironic considering my own personal thing but because she didn't like how it made her look that he had these books and didn't know what to do with them and was just reading things she didn't like how it made her look because books are illegal or something um she just completely abandons her vows abandons everything and snitches and it's like a bitch but he can still find himself to not be so much as angry with her as he is feeling sorry for her because she couldn't she couldn't breathe for a moment without living in the eyes of another person whether it was her friends, her quote-unquote parlor family, which is a whole other thing we can talk about in another episode, Uh, the state, her society, she couldn't just live outside of those eyes. She always had to exist and be perceived in that way. It reminds me a lot, actually, of the quote by Margaret Atwood that goes, Male fantasies, male fantasies. Is everything run by male fantasies? And then it continues. Up on a pedestal or down on your knees, it's all a male fantasy. That you're strong enough to take what they dish out or else too weak to do anything about it. Even pretending you aren't catering to male fantasies is a male fantasy, pretending you're unseen, pretending you have a life of your own, that you can wash your feet and comb your hair, unconscious of the ever-present watcher peering through the keyhole, peering through the keyhole in your own head, if nowhere else. You are a woman with a man inside watching a woman. You are your own voyeur. And I feel like that is exactly how Mildred existed, not in terms of male fantasy, but more so in societal expectations and group thought, group think, others' opinions, others' expectations, rather than remaining with your integrity, remaining with your authenticity, which we never get to see from Mildred, and just existing in a manner where you are actually loyal to the people that you've made vows to, that you are committed to and i feel like that can be applied regardless of one's relationship status friendship family relationship i don't think that it's that hard but some people struggle with this some people when in a situation they will abandon everything that they've ever said and everything that should matter for what other people will think and then they may or may not lash out and you'll find yourself questioning whether or not you were actually friends because once again as i repeat myself would you allow yourself to be treated that way by a friend especially when i kind of combined all of these different jumbles of thoughts it really makes me feel like I've gotten to a point now where I can be like, okay, I understand, but I'm done. And I really appreciate that I can kind of work through these thoughts with this podcast and kind of like just use my love for like academic shit and literature and then just fucking boom, 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 therapize myself but there you go lol so yeah and I think I kind of want to change the podcast cover again I know stop don't do that Sierra that's so fucking annoying like no one actually says that by the way I just really want to change it again um and I know that people love when I come out with a new podcast cover because it's always like some of the most liked shit on my Instagram so I'm gonna make a new one but it's gonna be really like plain and classic looking because I wanted to go with basically my whole brand now which is with the whole butterfly and everything I think it's really nice and I'm gonna just change up a bunch of things and I really want to turn this into me talking about books and school and stuff but also applying it to my life and i I'm glad that I can show you guys, actually, that you can therapize yourself with the books that you choose to read and that while our educators oftentimes make literature extremely boring and terrible, it's not. You just have to find some on your own that actually matters to you. yeah. and i think another thing is i'm gonna set a new goal of recording three times a week and see how that goes. it's probably not gonna go well, but i think it might at the same time, so. But that was this week's episode. If you liked it, you can subscribe and follow and give me five stars and all sorts of shit. And honestly, I'm just glad that I got to share this time with you, especially an hour before my class. And in the next episode, we're going to actually talk about um, my academics. Because, yeah. And I need to edit the episode that I was going to do on... Gilmore Girls again because I've been kind of going on a Gilmore Girls rampage, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but I'm gonna post this on YouTube and Spotify because YouTube actually has a podcast option now, so that's really great. And yeah, we're just gonna keep going, and I'm feeling much better. I feel like I've recuperated. I feel like I've hibernated a little bit, and now we're just gonna fucking get into it because. Yeah, I also need to eat breakfast and I just finished working out, so I'm like kind of delirious now. Maybe that's why this whole episode kind of sounded like I was doing something, like sounding crazy on substances or something, but like no, I am fully sober, fully cognizant. I'm just exhausted and delirious because I'm hungry. So, yeah, so yeah, we're gonna go. Let's go. Let's end this episode. I'm so hungry. Let's 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 go. I love you guys. Bye.